Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my show. I'm your host, Diana Bawarov, award-winning and best-selling author, Far and Ice, The Journey of Transformation, The White Within, and award-winning um, singer and songwriter. Um, I'm an angel in Far and Ice. You can find out my songs on Spotify, on iTunes, and everywhere where digital music is sold, as well as the, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Diana Bawarov. I have a new video called I'm an Angel, and I would love to hear your feedback about my new video, and uh, let me know what kind of a topic you want me to cover on my radio show as well, which has been going on for the past six years, working on women's issues, supporting women, and giving them the tools so they can move further in their life and um, learn from other people's experience. And the website is theannabelwarot.com, as well as please push subscribe on Blog Talk Radio. So today I'm going to cover a really, a really sensitive topic. It's better word. It's called better word. Better word needs us uh, so much at the moment, and everything is in our hands. And whatever we do uh, is going to set um, the tone for what kind of a world we're gonna live. And I'm gonna read just a little bit some articles from other people uh, who are sharing their thoughts, which is really important to know everybody's thoughts and feelings. And you can hear my live um, uh, broadcasts on Facebook every day or every other day talking about better words. So coronavirus, have we already missed the opportunity to build a better world? What can we learn now about crisis in making and doing change? Many people like to say that the coronavirus is teaching us a lesson as if the pandemic were kind of a morality play that should lead to a change in our behavior. It shows us that we can make big shifts quickly if we want to, that we can build back together, that social inequality is starkly revealed at times of crisis, that there is a magic money theory. The idea that crisis leads to change was also com- common during the financial crunch over de- a decade ago, but that didn't produce any lasting transformation. So will post-COVID life by any different. At the start of lockdown in the middle of anxiety and confusion, I started to notice that I was enjoying myself. I was cooking and gardening more. The air was clear my- in my city was quiet and I was spending more time with my partner. Lots of people started to write about the idea that there should be no going back. It seemed that we had taken a deep collective breath and then started to think about coronavirus as a stimulus to encourage us to think how we might address our big issues, climate inequality, racism, and so on. Being as an academic, I decided to put together a quick and dirty book on what life might look like after the crisis. I persuaded various activists and academics to write short pieces on working at home, money leadership, and lots of other topics. The idea was to show that the world could change if we wanted to. The book is 
out now, but it already feels only four months after I imagined it like the, the document of a lost time. The city noises are back and the jet rails are beginning to scar the sky. Has the moment been lost? The second lesson of coronavirus, it seems, it is just how stubborn the old structures are. Wanting the world to be different does not translate into making it so. Slogans do not produce change when power, habits, and infrastructure remain substantially the same. So what can we learn now about crisis and making and doing change? Think about holidays in Spain and Portugal. Sunny beaches, cold drinks, and cheap food. For many people, getting back to normal means going back to what they had before, and they don't want to hear some killjoy, whether a head of state or spokesperson for extinction rebellion telling them that they can't have it. To add to the problem, there are thousands of jobs at stake in the various industries that take people on holiday. Manufacturing and servicing planes, working in airports and hotels, selling duty-free aviation for and tourist special lunches. The world that we live in now has a kind of a sickness, a sickness of it, both in terms of the expectations of people and the infrastructure that already exists and that reinforces those expectations. The pre-cost world was corrupted by flaws of money and trade, motorways and shipping containers. As we gradually, gradually begin to steer from lockdown, these channels are already waiting, ready to be refilled with people and things. In the social science, people often refer to path dependency, the idea that our history constrains our present choices. If we have cities that are organized around large numbers of people commuting into the center of houses and flats that don't have workspace, then it is going to be difficult for large numbers of people to work at home. If you have to park your car on the street, then charging an electric one means running a cable on the pavement. If our pension funds rely on oil companies making huge profits, then encouraging investment in green technology is going to be an uphill struggle. No words then that it's easier for most people to assume that the future will be like the past because the shape of the present limits, how we can think about it, things to come. This is what worries me most about my book. I think it might be pushing against the door that is already closing. And the people who are pushing it are not stupid or evil, just politicians, business, and ordinary people who all want to go back to what they had. If lesson one of the coronavirus is that things can change, and lesson two is that they easily slip back again, then lesson three must be about the importance of presenting images of the future that motivate people to imagine change. It is clear that we can't carry on as we are and need to stop doing things that we are doing, but just saying that it's really bad way to encourage people to change. Instead, we need to imagine futures which are just as exciting and fulfilling as the high speed, high consumption, high carbon, what we must leave behind. We need to give people good life reasons to jump the tracks because it is much easier just to slide back to what you know. Let's imagine the city quieter and the air cleaner, less need to fight to traffic jams and more time to spend with family and friends. 
this seems like a good start to learning from COVID-19. And it's absolutely, absolutely amazing article. I love what this person is sharing with uh, us. His name is Martin Parker, and uh, this article was written on August 16, 2020, and it's on a website called Common Dreams. It's amazing how people are trying so much to open eyes, make sure that people understand that the change they're working for lies inside of them, something that I have been trying to convey every day, and I did a lot of uh, meditation on my uh Facebook for uh, so long, probably for about three months, and you can um, try, uh, try to friend me or follow me on Facebook since I have a lot of followers and listen to these live uh, meditation classes I was able to create so you can um, see what I'm trying to, to do and I have my classes, uh, get in touch with you in yourself. I do a lot of things. And uh, I think this is going to open eyes and it's going to make you um, think about the things you're doing and think about the things other people are doing when it comes to family, friends, neighbors, community, and everybody else because everybody's involvement in the effort to um, create a better world for everybody else uh, makes a huge difference like a ripple in the water. When you throw one rock, it makes a ripple the same thing. Uh, with involvement of just one person and uh, the action one person takes, it matters. So uh, be example, be loving, be compassionate, be helpful. We need this so much at the moment and uh, we need to uh, change everything that it doesn't serve us anymore because sometimes things come to a network end like in uh, this case and uh, COVID-19 was a way for uh, teachers that we need to stop rushing. We need to start paying attention to the little things like family, spending time with family, spending time with our partners, doing the little things. So on the base of this for us to start gradually building again, the other things we want in life uh, and um, the, the way the things were going, uh, they weren't going into the right direction. So it comes point in our lives where we need to uh, stop and take a look around something we didn't do. And as you see, there is a power which is greater than us and uh, kind of slow us down and stop us and uh, show us what is the most important thing. And uh, But we lost touch with who we are and the true nature of a human being is being loving, being compassionate, being kind, uh, being helpful. And these are the things we absolutely, absolutely lost you know, touch with. And um, it's really important to go back and reevaluate our life and uh, make the necessary changes. And uh, I like to use this look in the mirror in the morning, make sure you uh, love the reflection you see in the mirror. And if you don't like it, then you start, uh, you need to begin to do some um, changes in your life. And by doing this, you're going to feel happier, healthier, something with everybody else. And let's face it, that life is not about rushing, rushing, rushing and uh, paying bills and, you know, going to work and working. Some people work 24 hours and uh, this is not what life is all about. And, um Again, as you saw, there is a greater power than us that stops us from doing that. And 
we uh, are in control of our lives. We are in control of our destiny. We are in control of everything uh, that is going on around us. And uh, we need to start to rethink so we can get rid of the darkness, so we can get rid of the negative things, so we can start rationalizing and uh, start thinking about the things that are going on in our life and outside our life that are impacting us and whatever is happening on the street and outside of our home impacting us as well. And not to mention the fact that we need to help uh, build better world for uh, our children and uh, start thinking about the ways to do this. And um, again, everybody's action is absolutely, absolutely pivotal for the transformation of, of the world and seeing the light. And we have this light inside. And my book, The Light Within, is giving you so much information how to bring it back, how to uh, to work on yourself, all the tools, all the quizzes, everything is inside this book. And uh, the only thing you need to do is just buy it. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, everywhere, Kindle, uh, uh, Kindle version, audio version, wherever. It works for you. Uh, the only thing you need to do is go to Amazon.com and type my name, Diana Bowers, and all of the books are going to come. So thank you so much for giving me opportunity to share my thoughts and feelings with you today. Please subscribe to my Blog Talk Radio channel. Please be healthy. Please be happy. Uh, please support somebody who needs help. We need each other more than um, any, any time, any time. And, uh, more, and more than ever. So we need to start to uh, stick to each other. We need to start doing the necessary um, changes so we can stop all of these um, ways of nature to waking up and hurting us at the same time because this is the pressure that nature is imposing on us. So my website is theannabelwaros.com. Subscribe, get a free gift. I love you guys from all my heart and soul. Please be safe. Please do your part because we need this world and we need each other.